We are back. It is the January 26th, 2024 edition of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. My name is Ryan Janke, and I'm sitting right next to Corey Litton. Mr. Three TVs in the living room, Corey Litton, yes. <laughs> the man, <laughs> they, the myth. They've all had racing on them. <laughs> I bet they did. You, you got, uh, I've, you've sent me pictures of your setup before. It's, it's quite <laughs> yeah. a setup. It's, uh, it, I, like the, I, I like the TV that I put on the floor because it reminds me of having an old console TV. Yep, old school. And <laughs> Being like a grandma and grandpa's. It's 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 awesome. I I, I like looking at it like that. <laughs> That's good times. So again, we've got a lot to go through here, so we might as well just get right after it. World of Outlaws late models. They were in action Friday, January nineteenth, and Saturday, January the twentieth, for the fifth annual Dirt Car Sunshine Nationals Volusia Speedway Park in De Leon Springs, Florida. Yeah, we're going to be uh, out there a lot here uh, this uh, next month because there's a lot of World of Outlaws events, uh, sprint cars and late models included on there. But Friday the 19th started out like this. Devin Moran outfought Brandon Shepard, Ricky Thornton Jr., and Bobby Pierce for the World of Outlaw late model main event at the, in a wild race that pretty much set the bar high for the rest of the year. Uh, lots of battling in traffic, um, lots of uh, give and take, lots of uh, lots of take <laughs> in the <laughs> situations. It was a... It was a there were a lot of elbows up ra- racing in that one, especially through traffic. Uh, Shepard he uh, caught he charged up fourteen spots to finish in the second spot, so that's just part of the story right there. Okay, uh, Chaz Haskins and Nevin Ganey picked up wins in the six hundred two late models. Dylan Brown, Richie Stevens, and Austin Yarborough and uh, Brock Pickeris won in the six hundred four late models. All right, uh, Saturday the twentieth. Hudson O'Neill led early, but was under heavy attack from Devin Moran. Moran took the lead from O'Neill in lap 16 while the pair battled in traffic. O'Neill wrestled the lead back just past halfway of the 40-lap main event, but Moran would get it back with 17 to go. O'Neill got the lead back with 11 laps to go and did a masterful job of, no- of negotiating traffic to get away from Moran and Kyle Bronson until a caution came out with just seven laps to go for a slowed Mike Marler. O'Neill took off on the restart, but Todd Cooney spun out, brought out the yellow with four laps to go. And the new deal, Hudson O'Neill walked away for the final four laps to win over the killer Kyle Bronson and the nicknameless Devin Moran. <laughs> Got to give him something. <laughs> right? Uh, Pierce McCarter, he picked up the Gator in the 602 late models, and Matt Henderson did the same in the 604 late models. They give you a Gator when you win. Like a, really? Not a real live one. Sure. But there are ones on the premises. Huh. I uh, ate gator one time. Really? It tastes like chicken. I mean, that's the old joke, but it was it's true. Kind of rubbery, though. Like, yeah, it's a rubbery chicken from what I remember. I had a, uh, the now-defunct Cajun Cafe here in town. Yeah. You know, what it could be, and my guess is this is what it is, who up here knows how to properly prepare gator? That could be a part of it. So I'm wondering if I went down to, you know, Nolan's. Maybe I'd get some good gator down there. I'll try it one day. They grow them down there. so Yeah, yeah they do. You know, it's at least going to be fresh. Yeah, yep, exactly. All right, Snowbirds, Friday, January 19th, Saturday, January the 20th, Thursday, last night, January 25th, and then uh, this coming Saturday, January 27th, the Ernie Mincy Early Thaw Central Arizona Raceway in Casa Grande, Ohio. Oh, Arizona. Arizona, sorry. Arizona. <laughs> I spelled that wrong. See, I told you I'm like Ron Burgundy, Ohio. That, that, 
That's on my. That, that's on me. Yeah, right. that's okay. Casa Grande, <laughs> Arizona, of course. All right, Friday the nineteenth, hometown hero Bopartain took the stock car win over local Scott, uh, other local Scott Sluka in Mekinoc, North Dakota's Aaron Olson in the stock car division. The previous night's winner, Sykeston's Trent Gregor, rebounded from a heat race accident to pass fifteen cars and finish in the fifteenth in the fifth spot. Excuse me. Cleveland, North Dakota's Jordan Zilmer finished in twelfth. Billy Moyer Jr. won for the second night in a row and only his 852nd win of his young career. Uh, Headingly, Manitoba's uh, Ricky Weiss charged up from 13th to finish in second. And Cave Creek, Arizona's Austin uh, Austin Cool finished in third. Kindred's Dustin Bloom fell from his front row starting spot to a fifth place finish. Uh, Bram, Minnesota's Josh Zimple finished in seventh. Portland, North Dakota's Jason Strand finished in eighth. Holly, Minnesota's Cole Schill passed 13 cars to finish ninth. I finished ahead of him in a go-kart race once. Really? Yeah, I I don't think I, I think we went yellow to checkers right away and he was <laughs> he was he started I started in front, he started way in the back. And <laughs> I think I beat him by by about half a cart once. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh yeah, uh Lowry's Lowry Minnesota Zach Johnson finished uh, followed Cole Schill up 13 spots to finish in the 10th spot. Then it was East, East Grand Forks Dustin Strand who passed 15 cars to finish 11th. Hickson's Tyler Peterson finished in 12th. East St. Paul, Manitoba's Shane Edgington finished in 13th. Grand Forks' Ryan Corbett finished in 14th. Carrington's Rusty Coleman finished in 16th. East Bethel, Minnesota's Dave Moss finished in 18th. Watertown's Scott Ward finished 22nd. Glendon's Matt Auckland finished in 23rd. Aberdeen's Chad Becker finished in 25th. And Rice Lake's Shane Sabraski finished in 26th. Locals that did not make the show on there were Bemidji's Matt Sparby, who finished in 8th. Veblen, South Dakota's Denver Nickerson, who finished in 11th in their B-Main. That was B-Main number 1. And in B-Main number 2, Henrik's Minnesota's Charlie Olson finished in 7th. And Grand Forks' Brandon Corbett finished in the 8th spot. Uh, It took Des Moines, Minnesota's Tom Berry, or Des Moines, Iowa's uh, Tom Berry Jr., 13 laps to take the lead from Hotchkiss, Colorado's Weekend Warrior Ricky Alvarado in the modified feature. Mesa, Arizona's Chaz Baca finished in the second spot. Alvarado, Alvarado finished in third. Local finishers included Minot Spencer Wilson, who finished in fourth. Pahrump, Nevada, by the way, a Fargo. Colin Hibden, who finished in fifth. Um, he actually, his shop's two blocks away from where I live. Oh, wow. Yeah. Neat. Uh, Marion's Lucas Rodine finished in eighth. Devil's Lake's Jess Brecky finished in 17th. St. Cloud's Devin Fouquet finished in 26th. Locals not making the show are Minot's Chris Anderson, who finished 10th in the B main. The Nightmare Lucas Rodine won in the limited modified main over Cameron Wisconsin's Blake Adams and Joseph uh, St. Joseph, Minnesota's Jake Smith. Other locals included Tra- Elizabeth's Travis Sauer, who finished in 4th. Grand Forks' Jory Berg finished in 6th. Uh, Jess Brecky finished in 8th. He's doing the double duty, as you can tell on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamestown's Scott Bentz, who finished in 11th. Lowry's Onyx Johnson finished in the 13th spot. Carrington's Preston Carr, 15th. And Jordan Hankemeyer, uh, St. Cloud, uh, Minnesota's Jordan Hankemeyer, 18th spot. Then it was the Sport Mods, where Kelly Iowa's Cam Reimers took the win over Dysart Iowa's Joe Dosical in the uh, and Cave Creek, Arizona's uh, Taylor Cool. Uh, West Fargo's Ryan Rested rebounded from his flip from the previous night to finish in the fifth spot. Avon, Minnesota's uh, Bud Martini finished 7th, and Bismarck's Sean Keena finished in 10th. All right, next night, Saturday the 20th. 
Bo Partain defended the home turf by outrunning Aaron Olson and Kevin Roberts. Then uh, Trent Greger ended the night on the trailer, being credited with a 17th place finish. Trent said, I bicycled pretty good going going into one in the first lap, and the car felt goofy after that, so I pulled in before something worse happened. Smart move there. <laughs> and he also said, it was sketchy. He actually did. He texted me that. <laughs> I'm getting quotes now. Is that, is that called reporting? Uh, yeah. um, the scoop. Yeah, I forgot the LOL at the end of that message. That's what he put in there, too. Uh, Jordan Zilmer also DNF'd with an 18th place finish in the stock cars. Next were the late models. We're defending Wasota late model champion Tyler Peterson. Took the win over Billy Moyer and Ricky Weiss. Uh, broke the winning streak. That brought Billy Moyer up to 852 wins. Wow. Um, then uh, Peterson made a three-wide move in traffic late to get uh, get some breathing room. And uh, I texted him on this one also and asked him asked him what he thought about that move. And he said it was, ain't got time to wait. <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah. I mean, if you combine all the wins between Ricky Weiss and Billy Moyer, you're going to get pretty close to a thousand. So yeah, if they're not already over. Um, Dustin Strand finished in seventh. Josh Zemple finished in eighth. Dustin Bloom finished in ninth. Ryan Corbett, 10th. Scott Ward passed 14 cars to finish in 13th. Dave Moss finished 14th. Then it was uh, Cole Schill in 15th, Jason Strand 16th, Matt Sparby 18th, Rusty Coleman 19th, Brandon Corbett 20th, Shane Sabraski 21st, Denver Nickerson 22nd, and Shane Edgington finished 26th. Not making the show were Charlie Ol- Olson, who finished 6th, and Chad Becker, who finished 8th in B-Main number 1, and Matt Auckland, who finished 7th, and Zach Johnson, who finished 9th in B-Main number 2. Chaz Baca cruised past six cars to win the modified main event over previous night's winner Tom Barry Jr. and uh, Tim Ward. Locals Colin Hibden finished in fourth. Spencer Wilson in eighth. Jess Brecky in 15th. Lucas Rodin led for a while but pulled off and finished 24th. Not making the show were Devin Fouquette who finished uh, ninth in B main number one and Chris Anderson who finished seventh in B main number two. Then Lucas Ordine hopped into his ATM machine, his limited mod right now, and outfought Blake Adams and Travis Sauer to pick up his third straight feature win of the event. Sweet. Um, he's, he's perfect so far. Other locals included Jake Smith, who finished in fourth, Jess Brecky, who finished fifth, Preston Carr, who passed 12 cars to finish in sixth, Jory Berg got seventh, Scott Bentz ninth, Ryan McCleary tenth, Onyx Johnson 13th, and Jordan Hinkemeyer, who finished in 16th. Then it was the sport mods where Cam Reimers also remained perfect with his third straight win over Bud Martini and Taylor Cool. Sean Keena finished in 16th. Ryan rested DNF'd in 22nd after a hood pin broke, which caused uh, the hood to completely obstruct his vision. I bet, I bet it did. So not the worst thing that happened to him. Mm-hmm. He wow. said it might have been might have been cracked from, from the oh. rollover from, from two nights before that. Sure, that makes sense. So they took a few days off, and then they got back after it last mm-hmm. night as we record this uh, Thursday, January 25th. That's right. Uh, uh, Bo Partain uh, stayed hot by picking up the win again in the stock cars over Kevin Roberts and Trent Greger. Jason Storbach and finished in seventh. Sweet Meat Brock Beater finished in ninth. Jordan Zilmer, 10th, and Caden Woody in 11th. Tyler Peterson picked up his second late model win of the event by besting Shreveport, Louisiana's Clayton Stuckey and Dustin Strand. Another fantastic battle in traffic between all of those drivers. Ricky Weiss passed 10 cars to finish in 4th. Zach Johnson finished in 7th. Jason Strand passed 13 cars to finish ninth. Cole Schill finished 10th. Scott Ward, 11th. Dustin Bloom finished 13th. Ryan Corbett, 14th. Shane Sabraski, 15th. Matt Auckland, 20th. Rusty Coleman, 21st. Matt Sparby, 22nd. Josh Zimple, 24th. 
Brandon Corbett 25th and Charlie Olson 26th. Only local didn't make the A main was Denver Nickerson, who finished in the 13th spot in his B main. Chaz Baca made it two nights in a row with his win in the Modifieds over Colin Hibden, uh, with Colin Hibden finishing second and Michael Leach finishing in third. Local drivers included Spencer Wilson, who finished in seventh, Lucas Rodin finished eighth, Devin Foket 14th, Jess Brecky 17th, and Matt Gilbertson, who finished in the 20th spot. Lucas Rodin um, made it four in a row in the limited Modifieds. Uh, he's going for five tonight. Had a, had a good run. That's that's pretty good. Um I mean, I realize he didn't have as good of a Wild West shootout as he's having um, out here in uh, Casa Grande, but uh, he's he's making up for the <laughs> the uh, the early season slump, I guess we could call yeah. it, where he didn't get a win. That's pretty much the only way he can be in a slump is if he's not winning. <laughs> he's that good. Second is a slump. All right. He, he uh, but yeah, Lucas Rodin, he uh, made it four in a row in the limited modifieds over Jake Smith and Jess Brecky. Blake Adams finished in fourth. Travis Sauer in fifth, Zach Johnson seventh, Preston Carr eighth, Jory Berg ninth, Jordan Hinkemeyer eleventh, Ron Sauer nineteenth, and Ryan McCleary twentieth. Then it was Caden Woody winning for the first time in Arizona in the Sport Mods. Cam Reimers finished in the second spot. That's the first loss that he's been given. And Caden Woody was his first night down there, and he won in the Sport Mods. So I had a boy. Uh, Clay Erickson finished in third. Sweet Meat Brock Beater finished in eighth. All right, so that wraps it up for where we are at right now in the Ernie Mincy early thaw. That is in Arizona, not Ohio. Um, My bad. (laughs) That's okay. That is totally fine. We've got two more nights of that tonight as we record this, January 26th, and tomorrow night, January 27th. Moving on to some other local news on Friday, January 19th, and Saturday, January the 20th, the Battle at the Barn, Jacobson Exhibition Center in Des Moines, Iowa. What happened over there? Well, Fargo, Zach's, Zach Axlin is a mild-mannered crew chief uh, by day for Donnie Shots Racing and by night in an uh, expert kart racer. Mm. Um, Axlin took not one, not three, but two kart classes for this year's Battle at the Barn, and he got, got the big wins. Um, on night number one, he won both the 330 clone class and the pro clone classes. So sweet. Congratulations to Zach Axlin for taking the wins out there. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, they don't just hand those trophies out. No, no, you got to earn them. I think there's, there was over 300 racers at this event. So I don't know how many were in his class, but he was in a class by himself anyways. (laughs) All right. Thursday, January 25th, Southern Sprint Car Shootout in Volusia Speedway Park, DeLeon Springs, Florida. 42 USCS 360 sprint cars made their ways da- way down to uh, Volusia Speedway Thursday night, including Grand Forks' Brendan Mullen. Mullen qualified 8th in Group 2 with a lap time of 15.351, which put him 8th in heat race number 2. Uh, Mullen charged up to 5th in heat 2 and uh, finished 2nd in the last chance slow- showdown, which put him in the show starting 19th. From there, Mullen held on for a uh, top twenty right behind Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Um, He's—I I heard he races quite a bit. I, I've heard—I've heard his name. He's won a couple yeah. of times, <laughs> once in the last year. Uh, Sam Hayfertief Jr. Uh, picked up the win over Austin McCarl and Ryan Timms. The Southern Sprint Car Shootout continues tonight and wraps up on Saturday night out at the Volusia Speedway World's Fastest Half Mile. All right, that catches us up on the latest racing action. We do have some schedule releases to go through, but before we do that, at the 11th hour, you sent me a trailer. 
Yes. Now, I'm a documentary guy. I love documentaries. I have the Netflix, which is where this is going to be aired on, a new docu-series That's from right. NASCAR. Let's hear about it. I just finished up with Loudermilk, so I'm uh, good to go here on NASCAR. Uh, if, <laughs> yeah, NASCAR, Netflix releases trailer for, for uh, docu-series NASCAR Full Speed. And uh, you say you got it queued up or, or uh, no. No, no? No, 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 I do not. No, no, no. You know where to find it. It's on NASCAR.com. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, or Netflix. Yeah. Netflix uh, released their trailer for the newest sports docuseries, NASCAR Full Speed, which which launches on January 30th. That's this month. Mm-hmm. That's like four Co- days couple from days now. couple days away, yeah. Um, and it focuses on the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs and the 16 drivers, drivers vying for the Sprint Cup Series title. So... Spoiler alert, Ryan Blaney wins it. What? You did that. I, I knew you were going <laughs> to. Well, Frank Gallagher dies at the end. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I love documentaries. Typically, I like them uh, if I don't know anything about what happens. Obviously, we know what happened here. But it's going to be neat to get the behind the scenes, kind of what, you know, what what led to it and how right. they got there. Well, if it's anything like uh, that Formula One Drive to Survive, it's going to be an absolutely excellent documentary done. Mm-hmm. I mean, the footage is going to be great. Sounds going to be great. Yeah, their their uh, little clips, their little sound bites are going to give you are going to be funny. Yeah, or they're going to yeah. be entertaining, and you're going to get you're going to get a good look inside of this. Yeah, and you know what? This is kind of I think this is kind of a thing to a sign of the the future here uh, because what just also announced that it's moving to um, that's moving to Netflix. WWE Monday Night Raw. That's right. They're going into the live entertainment uh, business yep. here. Um, Streaming. You know, I, we've we've talked about this before. Put it where everybody can watch it. But Raw was already on USA. Right. So it, not everybody could watch that anyway. But this is another this is another service that you have to buy if you want to watch Monday Night Raw, which I already have Netflix. It doesn't affect me, but. You know the NFL is is going to this. We had the the schedule, not exactly the schedule release, but the TV uh, um, options or not options really. This is where you're going to have to watch NASCAR if you want to watch them, and uh, some of them are on streaming services that I don't have, and I'm going to think long and hard before I purchase them. Right, because do you want to pay four dollars or whatever there, or nine dollars for one race? Right. Well, I, I, you know, if when you, you can, wanna, you can wait for it to be on YouTube by the end of the day. If you wanted to watch uh, one of the recent NFL playoff games, you had to, you had to buy, you had to get uh, uh, Peacock. Was it Peacock? Yes. Yeah, Peacock, and the game was terrible. <laughs> you know, so you just spent ten dollars to watch a game that wasn't good. Yeah, and you know, and uh, I heard um, L King was there also saying you're not going to get your money back. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, so this is kind of the way things are going. I don't necessarily agree with it, but like my son would say, "Get over it, boomer." Yeah, um, I'm. <laughs> I'm. You know, looking at some of the. Yeah, I pretty much have most of the the main ones. The uh-huh. main, uh, I, the Netflix, the Hulu, uh, YouTube TV. Which, um, with more more things kind of going away from that, I might get rid of that one. Uh, well, well, what I like about YouTube TV is you can. You're not in a contract. You don't have to sign up for a year or two years or whatever and then find out that your rate is going to go up 
you know, after those that year or two years is over. Like uh, the NFL season is coming to a close. As soon as the Super Bowl is over, I'm going to clip YouTube TV and I'll pick it up in the fall again. I mean, it's not like they don't have NASCAR races coming up like immediately after the Super Bowl. That's true. <laughs> but I can I can get those on my, uh, typically, I can get those on my antenna and they come in pretty nice, pretty easy. You're not worried about getting like any kind of weird diseases or cancer by having a large antenna in your house? Not with the cell phone that's in my pocket <laughs> 18 hours a day. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> All right. So there you go. NASCAR uh, uh, documentary coming to Netflix. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. and uh, I think it's fantastic. So, so we'll see. Coming up just a few days here. Um, but the summer is coming. And uh-huh. the summer means racing here in uh, the Red River Valley. And we've got some schedule releases that just recently came out. The first one is Jamestown Speedway. That's right. Gates, they're going to open uh, every week uh, at 5.30. They race Saturdays. Uh, ticket prices are 18, uh, 18 for adults. Or excuse me, 18 plus is $15. 13 to 17 is $5. And 0 to 12, you're free. Uh, kids prize wheel every night, which I, I got to do that. Uh, I get to do it once a year when I do, when I do the, the, uh, Dakota mod tour and it's always mm. fun. You get, they have a little colored wheel that you spin right on the flag stand uh-huh. and you, you get to act like a, like a game show host. <laughs> awesome. And, <laughs> uh, they do a, a trophy presenter drawings roughly at about six forty five every night. Adult drawings after the second feature race, uh, $7 kids track pack. Um, which you can't go wrong with. $13 burger combo, and their burgers are excellent out there. Cool. Um, they're not number one. I wish I could give them a number one. <laughs> I really love the Jamestown Speedway, but, I mean, come on. Wishick is still <laughs> in existence. Where it's at. Uh, dollar off advanced tickets uh, in the uh, neighborhood grocery and M&H stores out there, too. You get about a dollar off advanced tickets. So. All right. They are going to kick things off on May 18th with a test in tune. Gates at 3 o'clock, practice from 4 to 8. And then the next week, the 25th, Armed Forces Night and Rebel Midwest Mod Tour. We're really starting uh, starting off uh, real big with that one out there, too, because that's going to be a big, big Midwest Modified Tour race out there. Uh, June uh, On June 1st is Big Rig Night. The uh, June 8th will be Don Gumpke Racers Memorial and Legendary Legends Tour. Two hundred, excuse me, two thousand two hundred and twenty-two to win in the modifieds for that night. So nice round be, number. Yeah, that's for for Don for Don <laughs> Gumpy right there, who always drove the number two. Yeah. Fifteenth uh, is Stutzman County Fair Race in the Mary Vetter Hobby Stock Challenge. The twenty-second will be Kids Night One Point which should be lots of giveaways and fun activities for the kids. And on the 29th, no racing mid-season break. All right, they will uh, pick things up again on July the third or the fourth. Fireworks spectacular, blowing up the sky at 1030. Uh, the sixth Dakota Classic Mod Tour, $2,000 to win on that one. 13th uh, Kids Night 2.0 Red River Sprint Series on the 20th. Half Price Beer Night and Wingless Sprints. And then on the 27th, no races. Governor's Cup is going on in Mandan. On August 3rd, it'll be Ladies' Night. First 100 ladies receive a free drink coupon. On uh, May, or it'll be Friday, August 9th, and Saturday, August 10th, it'll be the Jamestown Big Wheel Weekend. We're going to be giving away lots of uh, lots of little spoiler alerts coming up for this one, too. Lots of announcements coming. Jamestown Big Wheel Weekend. 
and Street Stock Tour, Friday, no modified. Saturday, late models. That's tentative on there. Uh, yeah, the Big Wheel Weekend. Uh, uh, Jamestown has been calling themselves the motorsports capital of North Dakota. So um, they're putting their money where their mouth is. You know, they already have the motocross track. They have drag mm-hmm. racing. Uh, they're they're going to try to do that all in one weekend in wow. August. And I think that's going to be a big, big deal out there. It Ooh. will it legitimize them as the motorsports capital <laughs> of North Dakota. They have the go-kart track over there, too. Maybe we've got to get a race with that one. Um, the 17th will be the Jeff Carpenter Memorial JM, uh, JRMC Driven to Care Night, Jamestown Regional Medical Center Driven to Care Night. Uh, 24th will be Fan Appreciation Night in the Coogan Classic. Woo! First 250 fans get a taste of second place with a free Coogan Cup. Awesome. And then they are going to wrap things up on Friday, September 20th and Saturday, September 21st for the 53rd Stock Car Stampede, North Dakota's greatest racing tradition that is correct all right let's move on drc street stock tour that's right the dirt race central street stock tour coming into i think it's about six year now it's uh, one of the best in the midwest um in may they're going to start off racing saturday the 25th and sunday the 26th at the viking speedway in alexandria on monday the 27th they're going to go out to the cheyenne speedway in lisbon north dakota one of the i think four or five dates that are official right now at the cheyenne speedway okay and Friday, uh, the 31st, I-94 EMR Speedway in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. All right, moving to June, Saturday the 1st, I-94 EMR Speedway, Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Sunday the 2nd, Buffalo River Speedway in Glendon, Minnesota. On Friday the 7th and Saturday the 8th, Fiesta City Speedway in Montevideo, Minnesota. On Sunday the 9th, Redwood Speedway in Redwood Falls, Minnesota. Well, yeah, and welcome back, Redwood Speedway. <laughs> Redwood Speedway has been sitting on the shelf for a few years, so glad to glad to have them back. I got to go there once. <laughs> it's a little bit of a haul from Fargo, but it is. It's, it's a it's a pretty cool track. All right, Friday, September twenty first, Princeton Speedway in Princeton, Minnesota. Saturday, September or uh, September Saturday, June twenty second, Ogilvy Raceway in Ogilvy, Minnesota, and then on Sunday the twenty third, Granite City Motor Park in Sock Rapids, Minnesota. We move on to July. Friday the 19th and Saturday the 20th. Obviously, they're taking a little bit of a break here. That's just about a month mm-hmm. uh, from from Sunday the 23rd to uh, Friday the 19th. But that'll be in Brown County Speedway to Aberdeen, South Dakota. They're doing the South Dakota swing during this one. Sunday the 21st, Casino Speedway in Watertown, South Dakota. Thursday the 25th, Friday the 26th, Red, Red Cedar Speedway in Menominee, Wisconsin. So we move, we skip over... <laughs> skip over uh, all of Minnesota go to Wisconsin a lot of good tracks in this one too here Saturday the 27th Cedar Lake Speedway New Richmond Wisconsin my one of my favorite tracks and then in August they're going to skip over Minnesota again for two nights of racing Friday the August 9th Saturday August 10th Jamestown Speedway in Jamestown North Dakota during the big wheel yes uh, then uh, September uh, Thursday September 5th Friday September 6th Saturday September 7th will be at the River City Speedway in Grand Forks North Dakota to uh, wrap up the Dirt Race Central Street Stock Tour stopping just short of Minnesota right <laughs> <laughs> all right what else is happening well Saturday January 27th we do have racing going on in the area Lake Cameron Ice Racing in Erskine Minnesota at noon and as of now I know Laporte does not have uh, racing going on which is not too far away from Erskine so we might see some extra cars out there and uh, also along with this one Sunday January 29th the under un- the Underwood area 
Lions Ice Racing is on hold for now. It'll be probably up in here in a couple weeks. Uh, the ice on Bass Lake still not safe enough to race yeah. on as of yet. So it's just crazy with the ice this year. Yeah. Unbelievable. They they plowed it the other day according to their Facebook page, and uh, it just has not built up enough ice. Yeah, for it to be safe yet. So we're just just for safety reasons, we're just going to hold off for a week or two. I think and, that's the best. And yep. then we're going to get going again. Uh, get going there in Underwood. So with I I heard a couple of the guys from Underwood are going to make the trip up to Erskine also. Okay. So that'd be a be an interesting night. I think I'm uh, an interesting day. I'm going to have to try to make that trip. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. That is it for this edition of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. Remember, you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcasts, or you can go to kfgo.com or the KFGO app. So for Corey Litton, I'm Ryan Janke. We'll see you next time on Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap.